following is a paid program on 630 WLAP. This is the Tom Dupree Show on News Radio 630 WLAP and WLAP.com. Welcome to the camp. I guess you all know why we're here. My name is Tommy, and I became aware this year. If you want to follow me, you've got to play pinball. And put in your earplugs, put on your eye shades, you know where to put the cork. Back on the Tom Debris Show, we've got Mike Johnson sitting in the studio today. Good morning. And we're going to talk a little bit about what happened this week. The market's very active on the downside. Um, wait, a, wait a minute. Hold on. Before y'all get going, though, we need to talk about something here. It's real important. Do y'all know what today is? Today is February 29th. This is a leap year date. Leap date. So that means... Every four years, correct? Every we have we have this day, so that's pretty cool in itself. Yeah. But there's something else pretty daggone cool about today. Yeah, today is Mike Johnson's birthday. <laughs> right. He's a leap year baby. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Happy happy birthday. Appreciate it. Good job. It's been four years. It's, been, yeah. it's four years old today. That's right. So actually, how many actual birthdays have you had? This is number nine. This number is your nine. ninth actual birthday. Yep. So happy ninth birthday. Thank you. Appreciate it. We had a little celebration at the office yesterday. It really good. Costco cake. So oh. pure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's good. good. Good cake. And Best even, cake. Even when the birthday falls on the actual day of the 29th, we still celebrated a day early. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry, Tom. I just had, right. to, I had to do that. We do need to talk a little bit about the markets, obviously. <laughs> yes. And what what we think in terms of um, <coughs> potential downside. Um, you know, the the virus is a is a big question mark. Mm-hmm. Nobody really knows if it's going to spread and, and be very active in the U.S., the markets reacted in such a way that they think it's a big-time problem and could be ongoing. Mm-hmm. And um, we'll talk some about yeah what we saw. So the, the S&P from its peak, which was uh, February 19th, um, the S&P and the Dow are both down about 13%. Yeah. Um, uh, each one, give or take a little, um, and so that a correction by definition is a ten percent drop. Yeah, um, and so this this <clears throat> the past several trading sessions, this has been the fastest correction on record uh, okay. from a peak. Now, th- th- with all of those things, where they where they come up with these headlines, you know, the fastest correction since a peak. Well, it, it's true, but it doesn't take into account like um, what was it black uh, in, in '87 uh, when the market dropped twenty percent right. plus in a day. <clears throat> so there, there are all these statistics, you know, out there, and they can uh, massage the numbers. You know, biggest point down day. There's there's headlines out there. Yeah. There is so much noise. First off, you know, because the news agencies they have to have a, a story to sell. Fear sells as good as greed. Yeah. Um, and so th- that's been part of it. But it, it has been, um, you know, a, a brutal sell-off in the market. And it's been uh, indiscriminate across the board in terms of what sectors are selling off. Um, you you would, and I'll get in more detail on that in a little bit, but... Anytime you have institutional trading or indexing that's been become so prevalent, when those things are sold, it's it by the nature of the vehicle, it sells off everything right. across I, the board. And give a good definition of institutional trading for those listeners yeah. that don't know what that is. It, it could be a hedge fund. Uh, it could be uh, a, a money manager, a mutual fund. You know, in, uh, not individual investors. Right, and they usually 
represent large sums of money. Big billion, dollars. Yeah. Billion Big dollars. dollars stuff. Big dollars that move quick. And when the when the buy signals or the sell signals hit, they have to sell. They have to. Right. Right. They really are, they don't have a choice, do they? Well, I mean, I mean they, they could, but it would be the one one part of it um and I'll, I'll we'll go ahead and jump into the, the on the institutional side. Mm-hmm. Part of it's self-preservation on the on the part of the institution right. um, because the investors that put their money with these institutions um they're trying to beat an index or match an index yeah. um and so if if you're seeing all this volatility um it could be that uh, they're booking in gains mm-hmm. you know because they are trying to match some sort of an index and they're they're they have to do it they have no choice but to do that because the the investors will pull their money out right. it could be redemptions uh mm-hmm. in, in mutual funds it could be a lot of different things um and a, a big part of it um if you look at the vix which is a, a volatility measure measure um the vix spiked up to about 45 on friday that's a high level um so volatility spiked up now anytime in the market you have you have sub sub sectors of the market there are investors or speculators in this case that are speculating that volatility will remain low because we've been through a stretch of almost record low volatility right. in the market mm-hmm. and so it was it was speculation that 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 the volatility would remain low and that's how they make money uh, th- through options and different right. things and when the vix spikes or starts to spike it starts a steamroll process because they have to cover those they get on the other side of the trade right and th- that has to be covered and when that snowball starts it creates more volatility mm-hmm. um you know, we, we had that, uh, I think the most recent one was back in uh, 2018, um, uh, in February of 2018, uh, we had a big spike in the VIX. Right. That's actually when you had, you know, these ETFs, exchange-traded funds, that moved way away from their actual value. Um, but you have all of this trading, you know, computerized, you know, algorithm, all of that adding to the volatility. Yes. So the virus itself, what spooked the market isn't the virus itself. It's what the virus does to the supply chain because right. it's an unknown. Yeah. Um, and the, when I say supply chain, that's the suppliers to companies that are making products, be it apple you know because the supply chain breaks down and nobody's got anything coming through right right and that it was the unknown of how the virus would affect or how it would shut down supply chains globally right um not that different than what was happening with supply chains when we had the trade issues with china Mm -hmm. um which as a side note it's interesting china has lost all leverage in trade negotiations right now. Yes, they have. Because this the, the virus has forced companies to m- remove supply chain quickly right. and and find other avenues. It's forced them to do that. So it it has reduced China's leverage in negotiations. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, it, it uh, but back to what you know has been going on, the the market didn't know what was going to happen to supply chains, which translates to earnings for the companies. Um, you know, Goldman Sachs, they put out a, a report that there's going to be no growth in mm-hmm. earnings for 2020. Well, that's it's possible, yeah. um, but it's an unknown. And markets do not like unknowns. Uh, no. <laughs> I know it. And, and so this has been a market where you sell – and then you ask questions. Yeah, that's that's what's been going on <laughs> right. the last week. You right. sell, then you find out what's going on because there's no visibility. No visibility. So, you, so when you talk about supply chains, you're really just you think the market was reacting just to China's supply chain ability, or do you global? Think, you really global. think it was global? Okay, global supply chains because you know when it was just the China trade deal. The idea was they could move supply chains to India or wherever, you know, they could 
redo the supply chain. With the virus, you could theoretically have the different avenues shut off. So everybody's, you know, quarantined, all countries right. are quarantined. Everybody shut down. And that's what the market was speculating on. Now, you know, China, as much as you can believe statistics, it looks like they've been containing what's been going on in China. Right. Um, you know, I, I read a report that, uh, you know, Starbucks has reopened yeah. a lot of their shops in China. Um, and if, if China can contain it, mm-hmm. of all places, China – that's a good sign that places like we were we were talking yesterday in the office oh, yeah. that places like the U.S. or Europe, other places in Europe, can contain it. Right. Because what what were we talking about yesterday? The in China, people are living on top of each other. Uh, yeah, exactly. And, and tr- mass transportation in a small city in China is five million. Right. Public transit, and, and they all live in high rises, breathing the same air. Yeah. And mass transit, and here we've got a lot of space in between our cities. Plus. Yeah. You know, I really believe this in my heart. I mean, I know news is news, but we're we're gearing up. We're going to be prepared for this. We're on the front line, ready to attack it. Yes, right. and hopefully neutralize it. Right, right. So the the market <clears throat> was just taking all this unknown information and and really not distilling it. You know, it was no. just it was just a reaction, and yeah. it was a, it was a fast and and violent reaction to this now um going forward you know we don't know what the market's going to do mm-hmm. the upcoming weeks we, we have no idea yesterday was interesting though uh, it, uh up on the day or not up on the day but it was moving off, up. way off its lows right yeah. right i mean it was it was down a thousand points at one yeah. point yesterday and it closed down 300, 300 um, yeah. and so and that all happened in about the last 15 minutes yeah. of trading and so you had just you know that was the best sign of optimism we've seen all week because yeah. it had been closing on its low, yeah. you know, day after day. Um, so we'll, we'll see how the market's reacting, but um, you know, the important thing for investors, for our listeners, yeah. for investors, is you going into it. You should have had a plan. You need to have a plan that you understand that you can stick with through times of volatility because if you react on emotion that's when you have the potential to really hurt yourself sure you can end up selling when you shouldn't and that that sort of thing right and and it's the the natural emotion it well let me back up i mean 2018 20 putting this in perspective in 2018 from september about about 15th you know mid-september to christmas eve the market was down 20 percent yeah that's more than what we've dropped here in the last few days now this has been a a more just boom 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 succession sell-off to me personally 2018 was more painful yeah because it was just this dragging thing you would go low and a lot more volatility yeah in terms of the the speed that it was moving you know you go up and down up and down right. for three months yeah um this was just kind of a rip the band-aid off absolutely um just race to the bottom right <clears throat> you know we've gotten you know calls this week you know and it's it's interesting you know clients you know they call say what are you buying yeah and they know they know they know how how we act because in in 18 2018 we were aggressive buyers there's a difference this time though you know that's 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 not saying this time it's different that's that's a dangerous phrase (laughs) exactly but the the difference on this in 18 you were dealing with trade and interest rates those were the two things those you could quantify more you could get your arms around it and you know look at the companies how would this affect the company you could get your arms around it and feel comfortable buying something this like we were saying it's kind of flying blind because you don't really know the data you know you you haven't had earnings come out you don't know what how it's going to affect the earnings um so that's why we've been very patient this past week um there and not gonna lie there are things that look interesting very cheap very cheap meaning good yield yeah 
you know, because that, we buy for dividends. Exactly. So there are things that look cheap to us, and you know, at some point we'll see how things play out this week. But at some point we're going to be buyers. We're going to take a break here. It is the Tom Dupree Show, News Radio six thirty WLAP. This week, justice was done. Happened here. Bernie Sanders is having a socialist. It's a socialist. Crazy Bernie. Novel coronavirus. The risk very low. Stocks plummeting every day. You don't want to see panic. News Radio 630 WLAP. Hi, this is Tom Dupree Jr. What does a good financial advisor do? Perhaps it comes down to asking the right questions instead of having all the answers. For instance, should I take Social Security now or later? Am I really ready to retire? Is my money invested properly to pay me an income during retirement? These are a few of the questions that might come up in your discussion with a financial advisor. Good questions are what a financial advisor may be able to help you with. You will come up with the answers on your own. If you're not sure about some of these things and need a sounding board, call the Pre-Financial Group at 859-233-0400 for a complimentary appointment. Also, you can listen to the Tom Dupree Show on Saturdays at 7 a.m. at News Radio 630 WLAP. That's the Pre-Financial Group at 859-233-0400. This is the home of the Wildcats, 630 WLAP. Back on the Tom Dupree show. So, anything look cheap? Talk about maybe some items that. Sure, I mean, uh, I think ninety. Uh, I'm going on memory here, but I think ninety five percent of the S and P five hundred stocks are down over ten percent. Yeah, uh, during this, and so, I mean, you look at things that are that had a high multiple mm-hmm. prior. Now, and we had trimmed. Uh, we sold parts or all of some pieces back in January that had high multiples, meaning the mar- it was people were paying really high valuations right. uh, for the stock. So we had trimmed some of that. Um, right now, you're looking at sectors like energy, um, which look cheap. Now that can be oil companies or pipeline companies. Um, those look attractive. Um, sectors of insurance look mm-hmm. look attractive um obviously uh you know anything to do with transportation you know be it an airline or cruise ships yeah. you know those types of cruise lines those have gotten beat up hammered totally hammered but it was interesting you actually started seeing some of them that had been beaten up the worst start going up mm-hmm. yesterday uh, again that was a good sign of you know optimism moving forward <clears throat> But there are definitely sectors that are looking cheap, and you know, we're 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 always looking for opportunities. Um, but the companies we own, sometimes it's best to own what you already own, or buy more buy of what more. you already own. Um, and you know, AT and T, you know, Old Republic, you know, not making a recommendation on these, but these companies are good companies. Yeah, and the what's going on with the coronavirus probably doesn't affect it that much but guy we were <clears throat> talking yesterday and it'll be interesting whenever the earnings come out now that's what cuz if they came out and they said we have a cure for the coronavirus no more coronavirus yeah i don't think you're going to have the market go all the way back up to where it was because the market's no. still going to discount the unknown of what happens to earnings right. so let's say you have a uh, you get back half of what the drop was then you're waiting on the earnings from the companies to come in and that could take you know a couple quarters right you know see really what's going on but companies can use this to their advantage uh, we, we call it kitchen sinking it right you know you to throw everything in there you, and you throw all the bad news in on this quarter and because it's already being priced in on the stock you yeah. throw all the bad news in and then you get a bigger recovery when things really start improving. Take the hit now and, and get on down the road. Right, right. But it's it's so important for investors to stay calm um, and s- stick to the plan that they have. Um, right. Now, 
as long as the plan has been updated. Yeah. That's the biggie. You know, have <clears throat> if <clears throat> if you are getting ready to retire and you have a 401k or 403b, you might not be invested appropriately. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, you might have a growth portfolio when you need to be adjusting to more of an income or more of a defensive type of portfolio. Here, this is a good opportunity to, to inject this information that Miss Elizabeth just shared with us that's, I think, pretty valid. Mm-hmm. When you say stick to the plan, you know, it just reinforces to me how important it is. Listeners, if you're out there and you're, you're just kind of winging this on your own right yeah. now, you know, it's important to have somebody on your team. You need a coach to help you navigate all this uncertainty. So Elizabeth just shared with us that something that's positive news as it relates to all this because we're getting news. We don't know what's right, true, real, not. So active cases, which is total cases minus deaths plus recoveries, yep. have dropped sharply. From a peak of 58,747 on February 17th to 44,314 at the latest count. Now, listen to these numbers, you guys. Total confirmed cases globally, Mm -hmm. 83,867. 78,824 of those are on mainland China. So that's where it's been. 90-something percent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you... When you the second largest is South Korea, South Korea, <laughs> to Korea, South Korea, twenty three hundred there. Okay, Italy has six fifty five, Iran three eighty eight, Japan two twenty eight, Hong Kong ninety four, Singapore ninety three. The United States of America sixty confirmed cases. Yeah, even though California's looking at eighty four hundred people. Yes, but confirmed. Yeah. Confirmed. Yeah, there are lots of people that are quarantined and they're trying to contain it, thank God. Right. Um, but the the large majority of the deaths, well, it's, what is it, 94%? 94% of total cases. And 96% of the deaths, deaths are from China. From China. So the, the, the upside to that is it sounds like they've, they've gotten it contained. The yeah. downside is the stuff that's stuck in China is from an economic standpoint, like Ryan Quarles was saying in the previous hour, there are containers stuck there that are quarantined, and that's the that's what we don't know about at this point. Right. I think really right. more than you know. I'm not a doctor, obviously, but more no. than the spreading becoming an epidemic, it sounds like it might be uh, what's coming out of China economically that might be a bigger right. Trying to navigate this by yourself, to me, is insanity. You you need your team. That's right. You need Mm -hmm. people around you that can give you some information that's quality so you can make a quality decision. This is what we've been talking about for months. Right. The good times you don't need, you don't think you need as much guidance now is when you need a steady hand. That's it. Absolutely. The Tom Dupree Show, News Radio 630 WLAP. This is a Morgan & Morgan consumer message. Homes built before 1975 have cast iron pipes that are corroding, putting your home at risk of significant damage. Some insurance companies say the most you can get is $10,000 for water damages. In many cases, that's simply not true. We've won for clients to get their pipes replaced, even if they've already been paid. If your insurance company said the most you can get for your water loss is $10,000, call us. Morgan & Morgan, for the people. Offices Lexington. I'm Reverend Jim Nichols, the new senior pastor of Southern Hills United Methodist Church. At Southern Hills, we are all about building true reflections of God's amazing love. Is that not breathtaking? We have this God who has chosen to be known to all of creation in a variety of ways, but primarily, as Jesus said, as a God of love. God's love is overwhelming, and we are actively seeking ways to reflect that love as a church family. 
please join us each Sunday morning at 8.30 a.m. here on WLAP Radio. Experience Keeneland like never before. Railbird returns August 22nd and 23rd in Lexington, Kentucky. See Jason Isbell in the 400 unit. Marin Morris, the head and the heart. Young the Giant and over 30 acts across three stages. Plus live off-track betting, curated bourbon, equine culture, and more. Tickets are on sale now at railbirdfest.com. Railbird, August 22nd and 23rd in Lexington, Kentucky. Get in the action at railbirdfest.com. Today could mark the end of America's longest war. We join here today with real hope for the future of Afghanistan. Secretary of Defense Mark Esper in Kabul as the U.S. and the Taliban sign an historic agreement in the past hour that could allow for the withdrawal of U.S. troops in Afghanistan. That agreement signed by a special U.S. envoy and a Taliban leader in Doha. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo was there saying this is just the beginning. This agreement will mean nothing. And today's good feelings will not last if we don't take concrete actions on commitments and promises that have been made. South Carolina votes today, the last of the early Democratic primaries before Super Tuesday. Former Vice President Joe Biden hoping a boost will help in catching up with Senator Bernie Sanders. 54 pledged delegates are up for grabs. Oregon, Washington State and California, all with new presumptive cases of novel coronavirus, awaiting confirmation from the CDC. There are now at least 62 confirmed cases in the U.S. Dave Packer, ABC News. Better weather blowing into town on your Saturday. Skies becoming partly sunny this afternoon. We'll see a high temperature upper 30s to low 40s. Clouds will thicken on Sunday, but that mild air back into town right around the 60 degree mark. Rain arrives by Sunday night and into Monday. That'll kick off a wet period of weather early next week. From the WKYT First Alert Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Chris Bailey. Broadcasting live 24 7 from the heart of Big Blue Nation. This is News Radio 630 WLAP, an iHeart Radio station. What are you doing to better yourself and your community? Where do you go to find meaningful networking opportunities? At Commerce Lexington's Emerge Conference on March 4th at the Lexington Center, you'll find all that and more. This award-winning full-day conference is jam-packed with great keynote speakers, breakout sessions, and opportunities to connect with other emerging leaders and entrepreneurs. For a detailed agenda and registration information, visit EmergeLexington.com. We'll see you at Emerge on March 4th. Successful companies know that in order to grow faster, you must have the right tools. Whether you're doing a million, 10 million, or hundreds of millions in revenue, NetSuite by Oracle gives you the tools you need to accelerate your growth. With NetSuite, you get a full picture of your business, finance, inventory, HR, customers, and more. It's everything you need to grow, all in one place, right from your phone or computer. NetSuite will give you the visibility and control you need to make the right decisions and grow with confidence. That's why NetSuite customers grow faster than the S&P 500. NetSuite is the world's number one cloud business system, trusted by more than 19,000 companies. It's the last system you'll ever need. NetSuite. Business grows here. Schedule your free product tour right now and receive your free guide, 7 Key Strategies to Grow Your Profits, at netsuite.com patriot. That's netsuite.com slash patriot. netsuite.com slash patriot. 630 WLAP. Back on the Tom Dupree Show. So what do you got a little more about? Yeah. So it, it, this is something that we talked about two weeks ago, trying to time the market. And I just want to throw this statistic back out there. Um this is why we fall back on our research. We'll sell things when valuations get stretched, but we're not making a call on what's going to happen. We're not speculating on the market um, because th- this goes back to 1980, you know, try- talking about trying to time the market. If you invested $10,000 in 1980 and you stayed in the full time, it'd be worth about $700,000. If you miss just the best five trading days, it's only worth four hundred and fifty-eight thousand. You miss the ten best trading days, only worth three hundred and forty thousand. Yeah. And most of these best trading days, meaning the one-day gains in the market, came during times of extreme turbulence in the market, like in oh eight, oh nine, oh oh, oh one. So times of turbulence. You don't want to. 
because emotionally and and totally understand it, but emotionally you say, I can't take the volatility. Um, um, you know, emotionally you start thinking everything's going to go down. I can't, yeah. I can't handle it anymore. And you sell, and then inevitably, that's when the good returns come. So, so two thousand eight, when we all woke up that morning, and the news flash before the market opened was Shearson Lehman is right. done cooked. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. What happened on that day? They they had to shut down the market, did they not? The yeah. sell-off was so rampant, it couldn't handle the decline, right? Yeah, it was, it was the, the circuit breakers kicked. But yeah, kicked the, in. they kicked in. And so then everybody, everybody liquidated. Right. I mean, that was the, that was the talk on Main Street, Lexington, Kentucky. That was mortgage-driven also. Yes, all because mm-hmm. the mortgage, I mean, it was, it was a scary time economically. But the reason I'm bringing all this up, I want – listeners out there to remember mm-hmm. what that was like yeah. because everybody reacted on emotion and missed exactly what mike's talking about it cost them if you had ten thousand dollars it cost you 400 yeah. right because your emotions said sell right and how do you keep your emotions in check you need to know what you own and why you own it and the biggest thing the backbone of our portfolio is dividends dividend payments every company pays dividends in our portfolio so while you have volatility in the market those dividends Keep are coming. still coming in and if you're you you when you're building a portfolio you always have we call it dry powder right which would be bonds cash things like that and the dry powder is there to Buy more when things get cheap, and we've raised some dry powder in the past. Yes, we have. You know, this this year we've raised quite a bit. Yeah, um, and I mean, it's 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 so because we're not market timers, but it's interesting how the cash or the bonds naturally increases when you're a value investor yeah. because if you sell something, you you don't sell something and have to have something else right. to buy. If a valuation gets stretched, you sell it, and then you look for an opportunity. Yeah. If you don't find the opportunity, it's parked in something that's paying, paying, a, interest. paying a small interest. Um, and naturally, whenever things get expensive, the cash or bond positions go up, yeah. which is what's happened with our what, clients' portfolio. That's what happened, because we've sold things that looked like they were getting out of whack in terms of their upside. Right. Um and it, so much of investing is um, emotional um, and and just it's a, a head game, yeah. you know, because greed and fear. So like in um, the two thousands, you know, the the greed aspect would have kicked in, saying, "Well, the safest thing is to be a hundred percent in Cisco Technology. stock, something like that." Or in um, uh, the fear side would be like in oh eight and oh nine sell everything I'm going to cash because it's going to zero. Sure. Those are the two extremes of feed, fear and greed. And what you have to do, and this is why this is why we meet with the clients every yeah. six months. It's why we educate them on what they own because it helps keep the emotions in check. Yeah. Um, and and we, we, we tell them uh, in, on the first meetings, we want you to know because it'll help the returns over time. And you don't quite understand that yeah. until you have times of volatility. Then it clicks and it says, yeah. that's that's what they mean when they say it'll help because they're not going to call and say, sell everything. You yeah. know, it, it's, it, it keeps them more comfortable. And it, it, that translates to, you know, the portfolio. Yeah, and makes things uh, steadier because you're investing for dividends and – throwing off income, and you're staying with it. Philip, how you doing? I'm great. What about y'all? We're doing good. Good morning. Good. So, good. So, so well, uh, share some wisdom with us, Philip. You you got to experience <laughs> this as well. We missed not having you in here today. Oh, okay. Well, uh, so I tell you – Mike was talking in the last segment, he was talking about, you know, hard data. Um, you know, and I think a, a good prime example for this, 
uh, hard data. An example would be uh, the cruise the cruise industry. So that's one of the segments in the market that has been crushed. Uh, that's one that uh, I'd, I'd spend some time looking at. Uh, you know, they did a, a release back on the 13th of February. So uh, one company that I looked at, Royal Caribbean, uh, they did a, a release back in February where they said if they shut down all of their cruises through the end of April, um, that would be a 65-cent hit to their earnings. So if you equate that into to hard numbers, they, they were guiding for almost $10 a share in earnings. So you add that to the $0.55 cents they've already adjusted for on the coronavirus, plus $65, you're at $1.10. So, you, you know, from an earnings standpoint, that gives you about a 10% hit to earnings. 11 percent uh to to earnings on you know cutting another 60 days worth of cruises out of the system to to contain it uh when you look at like a dividend on a company like that and this is why we focus so heavily on dividends now the dividend uh was about three dollars and 30 cents 320 somewhere around there uh so you talk about a safety net of you know, almost two times over top of the current dividend uh, above the earnings over that. You know, and this is why this is why we really look at, at the the dividends, the cash flows. You know, this is this is where you really kind of earn your keep on things. Absolutely. Y'all there? Are, are you there? Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it was a long pause. You're saying that uh, despite the the pullback, uh, they still got plenty of cash and the ability to pay dividends going through. Exactly. And, you know, there's a lot of companies like this. It's just life kind of goes on. Because when you look at the cruise industry, you've got about 5% that comes out of mainland China, another 5% that comes out of the rest of Asia. Um, when you look at, you know, uh, some of the businesses that we own, you know, that they're globalized businesses that, yes, they do business in China, but, you know, they also do it everywhere else. And it, it, it can cause a kink in the system, but, you know, life goes on. And that's also why you have to be very careful when you're picking dividend-paying dividend stocks. You know, you, you want to see what's my safety net around the dividend. Right. And, you know, something else about the cruise industry, you all, makes this an interesting topic they're pretty resilient. They've been through this before. Yep. Several times. SARS, Zika, <laughs> yeah. Ebola. Right. And they, they continue to rebound mm-hmm. and maintain, like you, know, you said. I, I didn't want to use the cruise industry as a, as a recommendation, but, I mean, it's a prime example because they, they've given hard estimated data on some things. Yeah, it's a, and that's a, that's a sector that's at ground zero for what's been going on, sure. too. Yeah. Now, what about, exactly. what about airlines? I mean, you look at, at some of the airlines, uh, you know, they, they've been hit. They're, they're ground zero, too. But you, know, you look at somebody like Delta, I mean, or, or, or some, some of these other players, you know, I think like 2% of their total flights go into, go into China. I mean, it's, it's, I know it's less than 5% of their, their average um, traffic. You know, so... When you look at the ability to shut down some of these things, but continue to you know fly domestically, fly to Europe, there's a lot of ability to continue to earn money, and the same holds true on on something like Delta, where they're paying out. I think it's like thirty percent of their earnings as well. Uh, you know, and that just, I'm just using examples here. By by no means am I giving recommendations, right. but. And when you look in these ground zero areas, and you're, you're starting to see some some potential value pop up, you know, and, and yeah, absolutely, we, we talked about a company that is in our portfolio, Old Republic. Yeah, you know, Old Republic is falling. What, Mike? Fifteen percent from its high? About that. Uh, uh, right along with the market, but now it's trading exactly at its book value, paying a dividend over over four percent. And when you look at 
what their insurance lines are. You know, you've got workers' compensation, which we, which guys clarified to us yesterday that you can't claim workers' compensation for getting coronavirus. No, that's no. an illness. You've got to get hurt on the job. Um, you know, and, and there, there's that would be the only thing they could get hit on. When you really look, you title insurance. That's that's mortgages, marine insurance. It, there, there's there, it, it's a lot of niche lines of business that, from an earnings standpoint, there's no real there's no real way that you can see a material impact. It doesn't seem like from coronavirus. And Philip, <clears throat> one other thing, you look at what the the ten year Treasury has done because you've had this global sell off, mm-hmm. money moving into Treasuries. Um, and you know the yield on the ten years were at record lows. I know it, and you know crazy, slightly over one percent. So you know you look at something like uh, Old Republic, um, you know that's yielding about four percent now, versus some which is a higher yield than it was seven days ago because of the drop yeah. in price. Versus you know a Treasury that's yielding slightly over one yeah. percent. How much more attractive does it make? Something like you know a, a dividend paying stock in Old Republic's case that's raised their dividend every year for over three decades. You know how much more attractive well, does it make that than you know a, a treasury? Well, and if you if, you know looking at that too, if you see a if you see a big uh, a boom in in refinances and some mortgages, that yep. just helps their earnings. Yep. The title right. insurance business. So, so, I mean you you look at that, then not only are you getting the the, the premium and yield, but you're also picking up maybe a potentially growing earnings stream on top of it coming out of this? So you you, you talk about the airlines. Let's let's have some fun. Yeah, we're we're a society that has to move. We've got to go. Yeah, we're gonna go. And we're going to find a way to get there. So the airlines are going to survive. It's just going to be, who's going to be the first one to convince us they're the safest? Yeah. And so I had this, I had this giggle thought, this, this picture. <laughs> Here we are. Delta, for yeah. example, is going to come out and say, we've got the virus-free mask. Yeah. <laughs> and and when you get when you check in and get your boarding pass, you get this mask that you put on. Yeah. And then we're all gonna be flying around the country with our mask. But I laugh go. I laugh about that because it sounds kind of silly, yeah. but you watch. It'll happen. Yeah. They'll true. they'll have to come up with some mm-hmm. marketing boy yes. to yeah. Show you that they're on the cutting edge. You know what's interesting about the whole uh, coronavirus? The the when the trade all the trade deal stuff was bought, made the market volatile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uncertainty of China trade. Now that's this coronavirus thing has neutralized that. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, yes. And so it actually at the end of the day, I mean, it could be a positive on the other side. Because of the virus that neutralized the trade deal. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. <clears throat> Stay with us. Let's take a break. It is the Tom Dupree Show. It's News Radio 630 WLAP. This is what's happening. Coronavirus cases. Stocks plummeting yet again. You don't want to see panic. The risk of acquiring the virus. For the latest updates. Very, very low. Check in all weekend. It's at our doorstep. This. Changing by the hour. Is News Radio 630 WLAP. I'm Tom Dupree, Jr. Your retirement investment portfolio is too important to be managed by a one-size-fits-all menu of mutual funds or annuities at the other end of an 800 number or a website. Dupree Financial Group is local, right here on Main Street in Lexington. We specialize in individually managed, not mass-produced investment accounts. If you have a 401k or IRA, we can handle the rollover for you and generally have your money ready to invest within 10 to 12 business days. We design an individual account just for you, our client. Once your plan is implemented, we try to meet with you twice a year to review your plan and make changes if needed. This ensures that any concerns or questions you may have about your money are answered in a timely fashion. Call Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400 for a free review and be sure to listen to Tom Dupree on the weekends at News Radio 630 WLAP. 
This is News Radio 630 WLAP. Back on the Tom Dupree Show. Philip Sexton's still holding, I hope. I'm still here, yes. <laughs> so, opportunities. You still want to talk about opportunities or what we do? Uh, well, well, I mean, they're, they're pretty much when you look at opportunities, it's when you're looking at the market today, I mean, everything is just about everything in the market is 10% cheaper than it was this yeah. time last week. If, if, if you liked it a week ago, <laughs> yeah. it's 10% cheaper now. Nothing's changed. So what are some other areas that we might look at in terms of buying in here that, that are things that we own? What about energy, for instance? I mean, when you look at, at energy as a whole, I mean, a lot of uh, – when you see what oil's done, oil finally dipped uh, below 50 again here. Um, so a lot of oil producers are getting shellacked. But also when you look at, at things like um, like pipelines that right. don't inherently rely on oil prices, but the movement of oil, you know, they've been taken. Some of those have been taken taken out just as hard, if not harder, than a lot of the uh, uh, oil producers. It's a toll road. The, Exactly, and you know that's where you you got to find the consistency in the cash flow, and that's you know that's a that's a highly consistent cash flow. It's much more consistent than uh, an oil explorer or something like that. Reit, um, REITs have also gotten pretty attractive. Yeah, and when you look at the ability for REITs here, when you back to what you were saying, Mike, when you see the the rates drop. You know the ten years down to what one point two percent now. Yeah, close to it. Yep. And you know, when you when you see that, not only does that make a reach dividend much more attractive, just like the old Republic example, but it also uh, it also feeds right into their ability to to tap capital. Right. I mean, you know, it, it, when you're looking at you're trying to create a spread on on a property, well. If if the the back end where you're getting your your debt from is now a hundred hundred and fifty basis points cheaper, then you know you can you can afford to to maybe look in certain areas that you weren't looking at before mm-hmm. because the spread is wide. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And the stocks on the REITs have gone down. That's where the yield goes. And I know there's one in our portfolio, mortgage REIT uh, Camara. Uh, is that the same kind of concept, or that that's more of a mortgage concept? Oh yeah, but I mean, with Chimera too, that because they have to issue bonds the, the, and stock. Yeah, and the short end of the yield curve for them is is imperative as well because that's where you know repo funding. That's where they get a lot of repo funding from is on that that very short end of the yield curve, and um, you know that you see the Fed coming out with uh, announcements that. You know they may have to step in and cut rates. Well, that's only a positive on the on the funding part of a business like Chimera. Yep. There's you know, also Philip certain sectors uh, that tend to be more cyclical. You know things like Caterpillar or um, you know Illinois Tool Works. You know more of the industrial side. Um, those those are some that had been looking a little more expensive, but now. You know that with this pullback, they've been affected as well. Yeah, and that's you know they they had been looking expensive. When you look at, at something like an Illinois Tool Works, for example, um, you know the, the the price of the stock, the multiple of the stock, had far outpaced its earnings growth. And w- when you're looking at that, that that would be a, a sell signal. But now, you know, after this last little little bout of volatility starting to look more like a fair value and, and back to a, a long-term hold uh, potential. And so the other thing is, is uh, we haven't talked about is uh, what's called reflation, you know, and, and what happens coming off of the back of a, a major, you know, shutdown like this. So you, you get all of a, a large industrial city like Wuhan, uh, Wuhan that shuts down for, you know, over a month, basically. And just the amount of pickup and activity that'll have to happen to catch back up on something like that. Right. Well, and you know, it's uh, comes to mind when I hear you all talking about all the different companies that we're looking at, some that are on our portfolio, some different segments that we're evaluating. 
we do this in real time every single day. That's right. Mm-hmm. And when when you hand out uh, what we're doing, there first of all, it's not by any means a recommendation, but more importantly, this is a very fluid situation. And you need a guide. You need somebody with a steady hand. You need somebody watching it. And it's not the time for speculative investing with a, a on an. I heard Susie Orman the other day say, "Put it with a no fee broker and manage it yourself." Your four hundred one k. This is not the time right. to do that management. And we're going to be watching and moving and looking with a very steady hand as this comes back. So if you want to get the real-time information, come see us. Uh, our number is 859-233-0400. That's right. And we do try to go over these things with every client and talk to them about how the portfolio is being managed. Right. It, and we're always available for call. Right. And, and, you know, our, our, and our clients know that. Um, you know, we had, we had meetings that had been scheduled for a month, you know, and you know, the, the clients when they were coming in, we were just, it was just yeah. a, a normal review and we were just happened to be doing it when the market's doing what it was doing right. this week. Um, but it was, it, you know, they went into it knowing this is kind of how we've reacted in the past right. and they're expecting nothing different because right. the story doesn't change. You know, in 2019, when it was a great year in terms of stock prices going up, the story didn't change. It was still about the income. In 2018, when the market was down on average, it was about the income. About the income. The, the best story from yesterday for me was we had a client come in at 455 and put some money in. And made a deposit. Said, with, a, with a check in hand. With a check in hand and said, I want it. This is a good opportunity to buy. Mm-hmm. He's so learned, I love that. Yeah, he learned his lesson well. That's right. All right. Well, you've been listening to the Tom Dupree Show. If you'd like to talk with us, as Elizabeth said, 859-233-0400. Our website's DupreeFinancial.com. And you can see us on Facebook. And we would love to talk to you about investing your retirement savings. Thanks for calling in, Philip. Yep, appreciate Thank it, Philip. Thanks, Philip. Right, You've been you. listening to the Tom Dupree Show. It's News Radio 630 WLAP. Thank you.